right, everyone. I am super excited today to have on Centered Sunday today, Jeremy Joyce from Black People Eats, who's doing some amazing things for the community for Black-owned restaurants. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. He does quite a bit. He's heavily involved in church as well. And he's also my good friend. And we've had some serious conversations back and forth about dating and relationships. I was like, yo, he's going to be the best person to talk about this right now, especially from a male perspective. So Jeremy, please introduce yourself to the tribe. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Thank you again, Sharice, so much for having me. I'm pretty sure you know a lot of wonderful people for you to choose me. I'm very, very grateful. But everybody, my name is Jeremy. I'm the owner, operator of Black People East. You know, we do food advertising and marketing for Black-owned restaurants. And sometimes, occasionally, you'll catch me eating something, making funny faces, enjoying myself. Outside of that, though, um, I am involved in my church. I'm a minister at my church, and I'm a musician, and very passionate about relationships, purpose, and people finding their identity. Um, I'm excited about today's talk because Therese knows a lot of things and she's definitely going to pull it out. So I strongly believe that this conversation is going to be a healing conversation for so yes. many people who are listening, men and women. Um, it's going to be a healing even for me too. So I'm excited. That's a little bit about me. Thank you guys for having me and I can't wait to share my personal experiences, my story, my struggle, my pain, my failures with all of you. <laughs> Just open book, transparency for all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, transparency, transparency is key, guys. Yes. You can't get healed lying to yourself. Exactly. So I just want to let everybody know, I'm going to go and like check the comments and stuff occasionally so we can address any things you have. So go ahead and put any comments down there and we will get to them. So we're going to dive in. We're going heavy hitter. First question. If a woman is dating and mm -hmm. she's like in this state of like, I keep running into out all these bad guys or things don't work out for me. I want to know what should a woman be looking for when she is looking to date and find a mate to settle down in? What would you say she should be looking for in someone? Whoo! Listen, <laughs> listen here, ladies, real talk. If you are trying to date and you like, okay, I want to be married. First of all, I want you to check yourself mm -hmm. and figure out why you want to be married. Are you uh -oh. tired of being lonely? Are you tired of bringing in the groceries by yourself and you want somebody to help you? Are you tired of being alone in life? Or, or, or maybe you just want a sex partner. First, check yourself. Look mm -hmm. yourself in the mirror and then ask. And if you are whole and complete and you realize that, you know, you're looking for a true companionship, this is what I personally feel like you need to be looking for. In Genesis, in Genesis 2, there's a lot of things that God gives Adam before God gives a uh, man, woman. Mm -hmm. And the man, like Miles Monroe says, should always be focused on his purpose, that he's not concerned about another woman. So here's the first thing that I truly believe a man needs. Two, the first thing is to truly be, to hear God's voice. Okay. Why I think that's important because a, a man that can hear God's voice can lead you. Mm. And if he can lead you, he can give you directions to the destination. Right? And if a man does cannot hear God's voice, who is he listening to? Who is he submitting to? He's ruling himself. So it's important that you understand that. And I understand because like right me, I wasn't always listening to the God. I, I wasn't hearkening into his voice. But when a man hears God's voice, 
is something different on how he leads. Um, okay, wait, let me ask you this. What if he's a good person, right? But he just doesn't go to church. He just, you know, doesn't, he's not into that. What about you go to church and he doesn't? How about that? What What do you do and what do you say in that perspective? Ladies, y'all might not agree with me, but your job is not to put on a cape and save somebody. Ooh. Our job is to go out to the world and preach the gospel, not go into the world and, and, and get a husband. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You, you're supposed to, you should not be, you should maybe be one of the portals, but you should not be the source of why he's coming to church. One, mm. I'm telling you right now, I did it. If you take somebody and try to bring them, they only, the moment you upset them, they're not coming to church no more. Like, have y'all ever dated somebody in church and when y'all done dating, you only want to go to that church no more? Like, you don't want to go to service because you're like, right. oh, we only got one service and I got to see him. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> so honestly, it is important that when you're dating in service, you have to, yeah, man, don't do that. Okay. All right. Okay. So I, I derailed you. So go ahead. You gave me the first two. So what do you have more that we should be looking for when we're looking to date a man? Oh yeah. So in God's presence, God, so not only do you have to hear God's voice, you have to know how to be sensitive to the moment and know when to, to, to seek God. Mm-hmm. So when I say in God's presence, I mean seeking God, right? My, 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 my biggest times when I heard God's voice was being vulnerable in his presence. And I'm telling you right now, if a man does not know how to see God, he will make impulsive decisions based on emotions. And I'm telling you that because I- He got and still make impulsive decisions. <laughs> I've done it, I've done it. Like, like I'm gonna give an example guys, like right now, right? Okay. Like I'm looking to quit my job and do my business full time. Yes. I could easily be like, my business, we just raised 70 grand. I should quit. I raised more than my salary. I need to quit. But the thing is, you want somebody who knows him when you're getting ready to make a house, purchase a house. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting ready to make a decision, a business move, a real estate move. You want somebody who know how to see God because they're not going to come to you and say, hey, Sharice, I think we should do this. You want them to come to you and say, hey, Sharice, I prayed about this. This is what God showed me. What did God show you? So a man that can really hear God's voice and, and seek his presence and seek his face, it's important because every man in the Old Testament was interesting. When Noah got off the ark, the first thing he did was build an altar. Jacob built an altar. altar. Abraham built an altar. You want somebody who knows how to worship God. And I don't think the church does a great job at showing men vulnerable um, spiritually. Mm. And you want a man that knows how to love and worship God. Trust me. Um, okay. If you can love God. Ask you this, since not all of my tribe is Christian. If you're uh-huh. Christian and you're not necessarily looking for someone that's in church, what uh-huh. are some basic things that you should be looking for in a mate? Somebody who can protect you, mm-hmm. uh, protect you emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Somebody who can provide for you, not just food and groceries. I mean, provide feedback, provide stability, provide um, comfort. Somebody who can protect, provide. Somebody who somebody should be able to help. You guys should be able when you come together. 
it shouldn't be somebody who's pulling from you. They yeah. should be able to add to your life. Invest, they, yeah. Yeah, like, y'all ever dated somebody and it's like a leech? It's like you dating a leech, a walking leech. All they do is suck you dry. Like, they take, 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 and they don't give anything. You want to date somebody, when you guys come together, you can be your true self. You can experience life. Um, you can just add joy to one another. I think sometimes we date people and we just be stuck. Mm -hmm. Like, we just be stuck inside. I was, you just be stuck in just bad cycles because you're like, man, I'm dating the wrong person. And by the time you wake up, it's been five years. Like, it's-, well, it's How do you know? Like, what's a, what? how would you know you were dating the wrong person? Because I've heard people say that when they get married too. Like, I married the wrong person. I dated the wrong person. It just went from one thing to the next. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna just tell you what with me because I like to tell on myself. I'm the best person. I'm gonna tell on myself. Okay. I know I'm dating the wrong person when I'm like, why are we always arguing and getting to it over little stuff, right? Yeah. Because you're not gonna agree. We humans. There's no way you're gonna agree. Right. Right. But if for the most part, if you're dating somebody, you're gonna know somebody, and y'all just keep butting heads. Y'all can't agree on who's going to cook the potato salad. Y'all go get some ice cream. You can't agree on, you know, which ice cream shop you're going to go to. You can't agree on who's cooking. And it's just like little stuff. I learned, what I've learned, guys, it's the little things. Yeah. It is the little things that we overlook. Like, ladies, if you dating a man, for example, one of the worst things I found out as a man and then listening to old relationships that I've been involved with it's nothing worse than a man who can't make a decision. And I'm telling you that because sometimes I'll be on a date and the girl will tell me, like I was, when I had a girlfriend, she was like, um, we should go out to eat. Oh, well, what you think? Like, it's one of the worst things, guys. As, 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 it's the worst because you'd be like, can you just leave? Like, I don't have any problem with you asking what's my preference of what I would like to taste or eat or whatever. But sometimes it's like, I can I can plan my own date by myself. I don't need you to be right. for that. Can you lead today? Can I just and surrender? That's the, <laughs> and that's the thing. Typically, a woman is is not as a man. A woman is not relinquishing control because she wants you. She wants to see. Okay, you're the man. Can you take on this thing? If a man can't make a decision about where y'all want to breakfast, I want you guys to think further. What's going to happen when y'all want to buy a house, mm -hmm. buy a car, have kids? Right. What school are they going to go to? A man can't make a decision about a smoothie you're going to drink. Like, and I realized that, like, men, and, and it's something that I have to struggle with. Sometimes as men, we don't know how to make decisions because sometimes we struggle with insecurities. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to fail. We don't want to look bad. Like, one time I went on a date, uh, like, years ago, and I picked a place, and the place was terrible. Mm -hmm. but me and her laughed about it I was like oh well, we ain't never coming here again you know like it was just a funny thing but most yeah. men I think we're not vulnerable enough to look weak or look, look like we made a bad like I think we want to appear perfect in front of women and that's mm -hmm. why so many men struggle with making decisions because mm -hmm. they seek for perfection yeah and they don't want to look vulnerable or be attacked for their lack of like knowledge or not being able to handle or lead the situation so the best right. thing is not lead at all <laughs> in their mind to protect themselves basically just like well what do you want to do you know and i think and i think that's why 
it's funny that when you look at even dating now, like, uh, I pay attention when I go to restaurants and I see, like, men just be, like, kind of, like, eh. Like, they be off and the women be leading. And it's it's not a problem wrong with little women leading. But it's like, just to see men not taking the charge is, is interesting. So let me ask you this, because, you know, we've been in this new age of, like, Me Too and Women's Live and I'm a survivor and all the women independent. I mean, let, let's just be, this be true. Do you think that that has anything to do with the fact that we're willing to take on more of the burden or we are afraid to actually lean into our femininity? What do you think it is? And as far as men, do they just get overwhelmed and be like, there's so many rules of, should I open the door? Should I not open it? Should I open the car door? It's like, do I pay? Do we go Dutch? Like, it's so many different things going on now. So what do you think contributes to the lack of leadership in addition to men feeling insecure or not wanting to be vulnerable? Twofold to me. One, on the women's side, by default, mm-hmm. women have emerged as our leaders. Ooh, that's good. What you mean by default, though, sir? Okay, okay. Like, um, <laughs> anybody, so like, I love information. So, one thing that I heard a guy say was interesting the roles of what a man and a woman is was simple mm. with our great grand our grandparents. Right. I work like remember that uh, movie uh with Denzel Washington, I think the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, prime example of relationship, it was simple. He worked, he give her the money, she break it off to what's needs to be done, she take care of the house, boom, 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 boom. It was simplified. The role of what a man and a woman is was so simple. But here was the problem. In world, I forgot which world war it is. Men had to go to work. Mm-hmm. Women started factories. Now, now I'm not saying that's wrong with this. Now, women are making income. Women yeah. was not making income. So now, I come home. My wife's making money. I was making money. I can't find a job. She's making the money. So over time, and then we only want to add the race into it because now we look at Jim Crow and especially if you're talking about African-Americans, then we look at, like, even in no matter race, think about it like this. White counterparts didn't even allow their women to vote. Yeah. Like, think about this. As a white male, my mom can't vote, my sister can't vote, or my wife can't vote, mm-hmm. or my daughter. Only us men, right? So now women get the right to vote. Women start taking charge. Women start taking leadership. And the problem is, I think... We don't understand what a man is and what a woman is. Mm. Those roles are not defined now. It's not as simple. It's not as clear as it was 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years ago. Right. You know, you got some women that say things like, I don't need no man. <laughs> right? I may, have I, been believe, that, I may have been hurt. <laughs> and I believe some of that is, I believe some of that is cultural. Yeah. Um, some people may or may not agree with what I'm about to say. This is not biblical. This is just my own experience, what I've observed. Mm-hmm. I believe Black women are taught independence. Um, non-Black women are taught codependence. They're taught how to be independent mm-hmm. within dependency. That's black women are, are strongly embedded on, you don't need no man for nothing. You don't need no man for nothing. So if, you, if I'm teaching like my goddaughter that she's three, and I've been telling her that for 20 years, she becomes 23, up. Oh, now she get a nice career. Now she making six figures. Now she moving. 
Why do she need a guy? So ladies, I even challenge you. If you move it, got your own crib, you buying your own food, you cultivating your own groceries, you got all this stuff, you seeking God, you serving at your church, you love outlet. I want to ask you guys, why do you need a man? That's even a bigger question. What's the purpose of a man in your life? And on the man's side, I was telling somebody the other day, I meet some, some cool chicks. And some of the ones I'm less attracted to are the ones who got everything. Mm, why is that? I, because I, I think that I can see the whole, I don't really need you. It's rarity. I meet people, I know a few that has a lot, but mm -hmm. they can understand submission. Now, let me interject on submission. Submission is Sharice's uh, husband having all authority over her. That's not submission. Right. Submission is this. Um, sub means below. Mission comes from purpose. Sub is you're coming below purpose, right? The purpose is being pushed through the man, and the man is carrying out, and he's leading his family through that. So I'm, as about a woman, I'm about to run. You better reach that. So as a woman, as a woman, the purpose is funneling through you, and it's being is going into your womb, and you guys are birthing it, conceiving it, and multiplying it. Yes. So it's like it's like a, um, a cycle. Mm -hmm. And when you submit, you're acknowledging the purpose through the man, not from the man, through the man, mm -hmm. from God. And you guys are a unit as one. The problem is, men, some men are insecure if they meet a woman that got all that stuff, mm -hmm. and got six figures, all that stuff, and he doesn't have as more than her or equal to him. Because now his math psychologically, how can I leave her? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like, that's huge right now. You don't even have to make six figures. If you make 50, 60, 70 figures, it's, I find even amongst my friends, sometimes it's just hard to find someone to date because once they find out you own your own building and your car is paid off and you're paying down your student loans, they just like, um, yeah, slowly ghost themselves out of the picture and stop talking to you. But it depends though. I think it depends okay. how that woman comes off. Okay. Now, I personally know two girls. Mm -hmm. I won't say their name. I know two women that I'm super close to that make over six figures. Mm -hmm. And I know them, they can have a husband. It's not going to use that. These mine. I bought these. This is my house. The worst problem is when you start to say mine, me, this is mine. You just doing it. That's the issue. Because like, I mean, a lot of women that make more than me. They got more than me. Because like me, I'm still sitting at the house saving. I meet a lot of women who got their own crib, their own car, and like I, most of the girls I've talked to, mm -hmm. they have way more than me, and they low key don't care that I'm at the house. They low key don't care. The ones that do bother are the ones who kind of like I don't need no man, and honestly, they only use men for sex. Like they don't use men for like family. They don't think about that. I think the real issue is man needs to learn how to be secure enough that if a woman has more than you, that means you can't leave. That's the real issue. I think a lot of men are insecure because a woman has a lot that I can't, I can't leave. Mm -hmm. So how do you leave? If she's got the house, she got the car, she can buy her own groceries, she can handle her own shoe game. How does the man leave? What does he bring to the table at this point? I'll be honest with you. Me personally, one thing that I've learned Women want a man who listens, who provides emotional support, who, who, who can lead them, and who can cultivate 
what what's there. You would not be bothered if a dude made half the salary any any of you make if he was a legit good man. Mm-hmm. Legit. I'm talking about a man who provides, provide well, well, you provide. So a man that could bring you emotional support, a man who does things around the house, a man who supports you, a man who cooks for you, a man who can grow you as a person. Like I realized, like it doesn't take a lot for a woman to really become one with another man. It's just that man needs to be secure. Like it could be something as simple as you see she work a lot. So you're considered up to know, okay, Cherise does gardening. I can get her a $5 gardening utensil. The <laughs> fact that you did that. Is this it, huge? It is the thing, is the thing yeah. that makes that woman say, like, he cares. Yeah. A yeah. woman, a woman wants a man that shows that he cares. Right. Yes. Yeah. Gee, you can have you can be making a million dollars and still not know her. Mm-hmm. You you can be making six figures and still you can take a girl out to dinner, have sex with her, um, take her on trips and still not know her. Exactly. Yeah. A woman wants a man that's gonna truly love her. I guarantee you, women will will, will date a man who knows how to love them. Mm-hmm. And as long as he can sustain. I ain't talking about that you need to buy 800 meals a week. I'm talking about a true self-sustaining where he can provide and meet your basic needs. Good. That's what most women want. They can't get it though. Yeah, because money doesn't equate to intimacy. And I think that's the problem because men feel like, oh, you know, she makes all this money. I can never come to her level. But we're not talking about financial level here. Like we're well beyond all that. Spiritually, can you come to my level? Emotionally, can you come to my level? There's so many things you can still bring to the table that a lot of men are empty. They just come up short in. So I think you you accurately uh, captured that. And my next question was like, what should a man be looking for in a woman? So what should okay. you be looking for? So if I, if I was, Cause I feel like, okay, I'm going to do a little sidebar. We come right back. I feel like women are always preparing themselves to get married. They're, they're reading all the books they're taking all the classes. They're listening to the podcast. They are always working on perfecting themselves, trying to like shape shift into whatever a man wants. So we're talking about quality, um, evolved men, <laughs> let's say like that what would he be looking for in a woman so that all these women can just, we could just stop with all of the things and just focus on what's really important. I'm going to say this. He ain't looking for his mama. Check that. Ooh. A man does not want another woman to be his mama. Listen to me. But the nurture inside, it kicks in, Jeremy. How do we hold it back? Honestly, ladies, listen. Well, Okay, if I'm looking for a woman, I'm looking for a very few things. So like I'm a like merging more to the entrepreneur side. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not looking at a woman who's gonna get mad that I forgot to call her because I'm working on something. Mm-hmm. So like as a woman, I think understanding the power of incubation, like you guys literally multiply everything. Like women are not just the conceivers of life. You're the conceivers of giving life to so much. Yes, yes. Example, when you get a good woman, yo, like she will give you resources to this. Like I have women on my team and they be giving me some good resources. And I'll be like, yo, I'm not even a husband and they helping me. Can't imagine what they gonna do for their husband. 
Jesus, I can't imagine what my wife gonna do. So like, I would say as a woman, understanding the power of your tongue is one of the most important concepts yeah. at, that men look for. The last thing we want is a woman to nag. Now, nagging is not me telling you something and then I don't do it, and then you regurgitate back to me what I just said. That's not nagging. So let me put that in there. <laughs> That's yeah. not nagging. Okay. Like if I say, hey, I want to launch a shirt on Wednesday, and I tell Sharice that, and Sharice be like, hey, you didn't do your shirt yesterday. Now I'm mad at her. That's not nagging. That's her spitting back to me what I input to her. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about true using your tongue to the one of the things to not to do is to use your tongue to tear down a man. It's one of the worst things. Like, I don't understand why you did that. I don't know. Like, it's all about your approach. Like, let's say you care about a guy, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and he didn't call you last night. Uh -huh. You don't got to say, why you ain't call me? That, that's already a defensive. Yeah. You want to say, hey, I called you last night. Did you happen to see my message? Like, that's a whole different, it, it, it soothes. And one of the things that I see with um, women that I know, it's, oh, unrealized expectations. Mm. Let me talk about that real quick. Okay. So okay. I think that sometimes you have women, from what I understand and see, they have expectations of men. Mm -hmm. that they should be doing themselves. Right. Example, you never take yourself out on ballet. You never take yourself out to a steakhouse. You never go downtown and enjoy a dinner by yourself. But it's funny that you want a man to do all of those things that you won't do for yourself. Mm, I, personally, I personally <laughs> do not think in any relationship, man or woman, mm -hmm. but I see a lot of women doing that. They be wanting dudes to do this and do that, and they don't never do that for themselves. Ooh. And I think that's one thing that a man sees like, I mean, I, I had a girl that did that to me, and I would do it, but I was look, noticing like, when, when, when she drive, she don't pay for this, but I pay for it. When, I, when she want me to take her out. Hmm, why? Because mm -hmm. sometimes I think that we have this idea of this fantasy person. Yeah. Very the true. idea of a fantasy person. Like, I truly believe, I know some people may not really believe in Christ, but I truly believe if you get a man to follow God, he can lead you. Uh, he can be the best man to lead you because the idea of God leads you to a higher authority. Mm -hmm. Right? So... If I'm getting ready to get married, if nothing is ruling me, then how do I make decisions? Yeah. If nothing is ruling me, how do I rationalize how to do something? It's my own mind, my own logic. That's dangerous because now nothing's holding me to a higher standard. Yeah. You have no no belief system, no value system to filter through your decisions or how mm -hmm. you want to move or even plan moving forward. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, and, and I, I realized that with myself. Mm -hmm. Men embrace uncertainty to avoid accountability. That's wait, why a lot of people Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that one again. That was good. Men, ladies, I'm just giving you a heads up. Men embrace uncertainty to avoid accountability. Oh, this is good. This is a good segue into my next question. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and finish up <laughs> on that one. I want to ask here, you this question. Here it is, guys. I want you to follow this. 
man embrace except uncertainty the idea of god to avoid what accountability when you look at the idea of god a judge a ruler a being he naturally gives you laws and rules to hold yourself example i shouldn't sleep with my neighbor's wife accountability i shouldn't steal from you accountability i shouldn't lust after another woman and i got a woman next to me accountability that's why a lot of people don't want god because he provides rules and regulation for you to and to not do why because if i sleep with somebody else and we're married i'm emotionally hurting you i'm emotionally yeah. killing you mm -hmm. i'm mentally damaging you and mm -hmm. i'm breaking a covenant that holds me accountable so why okay. most men don't want won't, don't want your god is because they realize there's rules that they have to adhere to. And I don't want to be held accountable because I want to rule my own life. That's I'm why- My own God. <laughs> yeah, I'm my own God. And that's why a lot of people, a lot of men struggle in relationships. Ladies, I want you to think about this. When you're dating somebody, who are they submitting to? Yep. Where, where do they get how to treat you from? Right. You know what I mean? Like I even ask things like, do you have a mentor? <laughs> like, do you have any male accountability in your life? Because you could also, especially dating Christian, you could have men that be like, oh, God's ahead of my life. I seek him for everything. Okay, but where are these where are these strong men at in your life? Is anybody telling you about yourself? Hey. I'll pray and say, God told me this and God told me that, and it not even be true. Guys, I had a lot of God told me this, and I said, God told you nothing. Really? <laughs> I, I, think, I think you was hearing somebody else. God ain't said that. But, right, like my mentor, if, if you date somebody in the church, watch how they submit to their pastor. Okay, here it is. Uh, ladies, if you're dating a man, watch how he submit to his mentor, his pastor, and his father. Mm -hmm. Why? Because those are authorities. And how men submit and his manager and his manager, how how men submit to all four of those types shows you how they submit to authority. Also, pay attention how he either submits to how he acknowledges his mother or the woman in his life, whether it's a mother, grandmother, um, or any mom figure. Yeah. How he acknowledges his mom, how he talks to his mom, how he treats his mom. It's how I'm gonna treat you. And I don't care what nobody say. There's no way I'm gonna treat you with 100% respect and I don't respect the person who uh, whom I came out of. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's weird. True. My dad put me on that game early. He's like, now. <laughs> treat his mom, treat, see how he treat his sister, see how he treat his aunties, because that is exactly how you will be treated. Right, now, if he has mom issues, maybe him and his mom not connected, see how he, treats the next woman that he does respect. Eternal figure in his life, right. Ladies, now his flip side, fellas, you trying to date a girl, you see how she allows her dad to make decisions. Do, do she get mad when her dad trying to talk to her? Do she say, you don't know what you're talking about? Do she reject authority? If you're dating somebody and the man in their life, the woman, and she has a man in her life and she rejects his authority, Trust me, bad sign, I guarantee you. And pay attention to how she uh, works with her mother. Do she clap back at her mom? Again, these are important rules. Also, she, she has a mentor. 
one of the worst things, I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but to me, one of the worst things is for you to be somebody and not have a mentor. That's weird to me. Okay, like, but I think you need to cut a little bit of slack on the mentorship because everybody that wants a mentor doesn't necessarily have one. Some people really do want one. They just can't, you know, can find that connection. Well, somebody who can tell them, I feel like this, look for somebody who gives them advice. I say that. Okay. That's I, 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 I uh, agree to that one. Look for somebody who can give them advice because somebody who gives them advice essentially is somebody who has their ear. You want to see who has the person you're dating ear. Yeah. That's Best it. friends included. Best friends included. When you date, you date that person, their world, and their family. If it's something you don't like about either of those three, get out. Trust me. <laughs> run. Run. Run far from the house. Trust me. All right, all right. Let me let me shift you to a different question here, because um, mm -hmm. that was really good and, and juicy. So we're gonna have a little fun on this question, because you and I have talked about this quite a bit. I want to see if your perspective has changed. Should a woman shoot her shot if she thinks this man has got everything you just listed and hasn't really like pulled the trigger or showed like any interest beyond friendship? Should she be the one to shoot the shot? And if the question is yes, how does she shoot her shot within reason? Man, okay. Okay. I personally don't think women should shoot their shot. Ah. <laughs> now, I will say this. I think that they should present themselves in a way to be seen. Okay, explain that. So I'm gonna get an example. I was at a restaurant the other day. We got people laughing in Facebook. I just want you to know. I just. Uh, <laughs> I was, I just okay, okay. Let me tell you. Okay, let me explain to you why. I'm gonna say why yes, and I'm gonna say why no. Okay. The reason I would say a woman, woman, maybe she'll shoot her shot because maybe that man is not securing himself. Maybe he's nervous. Maybe he's shy, right? Mm -hmm. But I personally don't think a girl should date a guy who's shy because if he's shy to me, he can't leave. Oh. So I personally feel I like, okay. yeah, I personally feel like a man needs to make the move because that's showing leadership. Okay. That's showing I'm making a decision to move forward, not knowing what you're going to say or not. That's leadership. Okay. That's why I think the man needs to go ahead and make that move. Because right. if a man doesn't make that move and that girl is like, uh, like I was just watching Fresh Prince and the girl was like, hey, Carlton, you want to go out tonight? He's like, I got to study. Yeah, you're right. Maybe you will be in the way. It's like, it's weird. It's weird seeing a girl make that move. That man needs to make that move. But I do believe a woman should present herself. When you look at how Eve, God presented Eve to Adam and he chose. And for this reason, a, very, a man and a woman should cleave into his wife. This is, I'm going to explain to you why. Cleave does not mean to come together. Cleave means to chase. For this very reason, a man should leave his mother and father and chase after that woman. A man wants to find a woman that worth chasing, and he's going to make the step. You're not going to have to make the step because that man is going to chase after you, and he's going to keep chasing. He's going to continually to chase after you because he sees you, he desires you, he wants you, he admires you, he respects you, and he wants you. Okay. If a man, a lot of he's. <laughs> if a man is not willing to take that step, I personally do not think you should make a move. I okay. think you should. Well, how do you present yourself, yourself then? Tell us how okay. are you supposed to package it and put it together because you be on the border of like, are we playing with seduction here? <laughs> or am I doing it in, in the grace of 
the Lord. <laughs> How do you do that? Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm give you something. Okay, let's say a girl's trying to talk to me because this recently just happened last week. I was at a restaurant mm-hmm. and this girl came up to me and she said, "I love your videos." If she would have just left it at that, that was my way of knowing, like, okay, I think she's trying to, you know, make a move, right? Okay. Instead, she said that and kept going. Like she, this is how you present yourself. Okay. You open the envelope up and then you give them the opportunity to say, okay, this person gonna open up the envelope and see what's inside. You open oh, up the envelope with a, nope. a one-liner or some very strong enthusiasm of, of some sort. Yeah, you can, I'll say this, an attention getter. Uh, we all know writing, an attention grabber. I, I would never go beyond an attention grabber. So she would say, I really love your videos. And then she would kind of left it there. Then you see how he reacts to your response. Mm-hmm. Based on that, that's how you figure, okay. Like, and she just kept talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. I was like, um, this is awkward. Like, I didn't push for this to happen. So now I'm sitting here kind of waiting for it to end. So I didn't want to <laughs> be rude. You see what I'm saying? But like, I, I know one time there was a girl who, who did try to, try to talk, like, the way she did it, it was so strategic, but yet mature. She she had said something like, I love your videos. What inspires you to do that? Uh-huh. See, they question you and then they let you bring it in. It's kind of like, okay, why well, somebody asked me about your work? Mm-hmm. And what I always tell my friends, especially like on social media, because sometimes that's how people talk to people. I told uh, a young lady that I know she liked the guy. Mm-hmm. This is what I told her to do. She's like, he goes sports every Sunday. I said, this is what you do. Look at the team he played. Mm-hmm. Maybe reach her and comment and say, hey, how did you like the game? That's showing interest without being thirsty. Okay. Like, so hey. Show interest without being thirsty. Yeah, like if you say something like, oh my God, you look real handsome with your haircut. Like, no, that's like maybe a little borderline thirsty. Why is that thirsty if you're being honest? <laughs> well, I, I think the best way to do it is this. Like, let's say I play the piano. And a girl mm-hmm. like me, and she want to slide in some idea, but in a way where it's not thirsty, she can say something like, your music sounds great. Well, what song were you playing? Mm-hmm. Or your music sounds great. Uh, how often do you practice? And based on what he responds back, it's going to tell you if he's interested or not. Okay. If he say something like, oh, thanks. That man ain't interested. Leave it alone. <laughs> If he say something like, oh, if he say something like, I'm glad you liked it. So the song I like is boom. And he starts engaging a conversation. Mm-hmm. You just maybe want to roll a fruit out there and you want him to come grab it. Like yeah. you don't want, you don't want to roll a fruit. Then he don't come grab it. Then you pick the fruit up and go bring it to him. <laughs> like, nah, you just want to roll it out there. So I think that women should position themselves by engaging in a little bit attention grabber. Mm-hmm. without moving too far being assertive but being not aggressive that's probably the simple okay. way I that 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 that's good i can see that one um i would say attention grabbing doesn't sometimes men can be uh oblivious yes what's going I'm on oblivious. you i know i know you and i've had conversations i'm like jeremy that girl likes you no she don't like me and i'm like yes she clearly does <laughs> so how do you like 
you like as a woman you might be like think you're showing interest or giving him attention grabbers and it's still not registering for him is it just not registering because he's not interested in you or because he's just like i don't i want to tread softly like i don't want this girl to think that that she likes me and then i turn out to find out she really doesn't like me and i totally misread this entire situation like how did like it's kind of like foggy and unclear to get his attention sometimes so go ahead and address that one if his attention, if he ain't seeing a clear picture, then you don't need that man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. If he, if he can't like get that. just simply yeah, because guess what? If he can't see that, he ain't gonna be able to see nothing else. Y- y- y'all could be at a restaurant and you try to let him know that it's it's too much going on, trying to leave. He'd be like, "So how was your steak?" Like <laughs> the man that he saw, uh, um, not recognizing it, un- what unaware. unaware, yeah, unaware. unaware. Okay. So. Lady, I, think, I think too like if a man is looking today and he's interested there's a certain level of awareness that does come on for women in his peripheral and so he can sense if someone's throwing out bait and will be able to like attach to it a little bit i know when somebody's throwing out bait like i'm aware i know when the girl like at first i used to be like eh, whatever she just my friend no nah, i know now <laughs> i know now when they throwing that bait out there like Man, you got to be, and I think man got to pay attention. Mm-hmm. If a man, now ladies, I will say this. If a man is not biting at your bait, <laughs> he may still, he may not be ready enough to pursue you. He could still be doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. He might be messing around and he might realize like, I want to date her, but not now. So I'm just going to table this. Okay, that's good because this is going to take me to my next question. I just want to jump into the Facebook comments really quickly. Uh-huh. Some people were like, uh, Let's see what they said. Um, identity has to even come be- come before. Wait, wait, the identity has even become complicated as a whole. We were talking a little bit about men and their uh, identity, image, position, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we say relationships thrive and excel off purpose. I was from uh, I want to say Kara or Kara Cunningham. And let's see, people are saying like, ain't that the truth? Space is key. And um, some Carl, Carl was talking about you saying, uh, yes, that's definitely Jeremy. Probably what I was saying when she talking about, now she don't like me. <laughs> he's, he's gotten better now, Carol. So just so you know. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I, better. But I realized that because, now I will say this, a mature woman, she, gonna, she knows how to throw bait without being thirsty. You know, I know. That bait. That's say something real sweet. <laughs> so I think, like, I think ladies, at the end of the day, if a man is interested, he's going to make move. I don't care what. I don't care. That man nervous, he's going to walk up to you nervously. Like, that man going to make a move, and you going to know. And what you can't then do, if you see he's a little timid, you say, hey, how you doing? Like, you can you can kind of help him out a little bit, make him feel a little more comfortable. A little breadcrumbs. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you guys an example. We did this in college. Yeah, y'all are going to laugh at this, but we measure which group we can talk to based on the pace of how they walk. What? So, but I want you guys to think about this because the reason is because a lot of times, sometimes we don't pay attention to how we talk to people, mm-hmm. how we position ourselves. So example, if you see, if we, we used to see girls walking fast, you don't stop them to talk to them because mm. they're going somewhere. Okay. Ladies, if y'all are walking, I mean, you going somewhere and a dude stop you, no matter how handsome, cute he is, you're irritated that he's stopping you from going where you need to go. That's so true. And I am a fast walker. 
Like you are hated with it, but I'm paying attention because I'm gonna loop it in in a second. If okay. you see somebody who's walking and they're just pacing themselves, okay, you can speak to them. You see somebody walking with their head down, they may not want to be bothered. If you mm. see somebody walking like little, a little aggressively, they not, they're having a bad day. Why is that important? You might see a man sitting down. You need to read your environment. Yes. Don't position yourself in a day I look irritated. <laughs> right. Don't don't go to him and say, hey, you did a good job today. And he pissed off about something. Like, yeah. learn how to read your environment. I think it's important because, especially as Christians, right, um, when we're dating or we're looking to date, it's only a few places you're going to see them. At a restaurant, walking, at an event. Or at church. Mm-hmm. Or maybe at work. Or, yeah, or man, I, I don't believe you should uh, grab don't food. Don't work. Nah, don't, don't, don't poop where you eat. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm a strong believer of that, too. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't poop in your kitchen. You go to the bathroom for that. Don't, don't do that. That's bad. I ain't knocking it. It's possible, but I don't recommend it. But <laughs> I was just going to say, like, read your environment. I can tell the way a girl seen if she want to be bothered. If mm. I see a beautiful woman that maybe I do want to pursue, yo, if you if, if she look like she busy, she got document, a laptop open, you going to go over there and speak to her and then get mad at her when you don't get her number? She's not she's not looking. If you see a girl with a laptop open and you, she like this and she's focused, she don't want to be unfocused. You're 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 disturbing her. Yes. You can smell good, look good, dress good, all that be good, everything good. You're disturbing her. And every minute you talk to her, you're wasting her time. And I think that sometimes you got to pay attention to people's environment. The best way I think should be, um, I don't know how people feel about this. I think people just need to be friends. I believe that you should learn people as friends with, and follow me because I made this mistake. Learn people as friends with zero intentions on making a move i'm gonna explain that okay let's say i say ooh, uh sharice is cute i'm gonna intentionally be friends with her as we friends i'm gonna see does she know how to make banana pudding i'm gonna see how she responds to this i'm gonna ask her strategic questions to get this or i'm gonna ask him this to see how he responds and then you're intentionally collecting data through friendship to make a move Mm-hmm. If you could be somebody's friend off pure intentions of being their friend, I ain't talking about like no talking, like just be their friend, let it naturally happen. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you'll learn them just by being a friend. And if it's meant to happen, it'll formulate yeah. itself. Right. I think sometimes we focus too much on getting a partner that we don't understand. I should look at Sharice as a woman of God and as my sister in Christ, not as a fine chick, because at the end of the day, she's my sister in Christ. So I shouldn't look at her on what, what we can become. I should look on how we can build each other up as believers. Mm. The problem is we haven't dealt with the greed and the lust inside of us. So when we do see somebody, we see them as a potential partner. Well, we should see them as friends, not as friends. We should see them as brothers and sisters of Christ, whether they're believers or not. You should see them as a fellow believer. Then you should treat them 
at somebody just like Christ did. You don't treat them like you're trying to get on. You don't treat him like maybe he could be my husband. I see he loved God. I see he in church. So I'm going to be friends with him because he can be my husband. Oh, she's a woman. She's a mover. Lottie, she Lottie the on the low. Yes. Yeah. And I've done it. And I, I have remember Sharice told me about it. And that's one of the most valuable lessons I learned. The moment I stopped doing it, I started learning people more, better, quicker, efficiently. And then through that, you'll see, okay, we're going to be friends. Okay, we're supposed to be friends or we're not supposed to be friends at all. Or we're going to be friends and maybe something can happen later. I think it's bad when we strategically go into friendships trying to make a move. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't like that. And only because of, I did it. And trust me, y'all, it's bad. And this happened to you, actually. Yeah, it has happened to me. <laughs> I've had, I've had, that's why you got to have discernment. Because yes. I've had people, especially when you have a business, you're going to have people, especially of the opposite sex, trying to, to help, help you, help you. Mm -hmm. help you. They have your full support because they're trying to make a move on you. That's why you got to have discernment discernment because mm -hmm. if you don't have discernment you'll let somebody too close in and that's one of the worst things that you can do yep and then they go out and tell everybody that you're their boyfriend <laughs> guys let me tell y'all what happened to me this is what happened when you don't have discernment mm. i was being close to somebody and what emotional boundaries is a whole that's a whole stuff. nother yes we got to come back and do that one emotional emotional boundaries. yeah when you let somebody in emotionally, you're sharing your intimate, personal dreams, thoughts, behaviors, things that are happening to you when you was four years old, six years old, eight years old, you start to formulate a bond. Through time, more than six months, you form a connection. What's dangerous about that connection is one person can be naive because they're just being nice. The other person is accepting those feelings as um, a relationship builder. Then you will have people thinking you're dating and you're just being nice because their emotions have been riled up. And I was just being nice to a young lady and her emotions got so riled up. She told somebody that I personally knew that we was dating and the girl didn't know that I knew her. And she just said, oh yeah, I'm dating this guy. He does this, he does this. Yeah, like we dating. And my friend called me and was like, you dating somebody? I was like, no, I don't have no girlfriend. I'm not dating. And he was like, oh, well this person said this. But then I have to look at myself and say, what am I doing to make this person think that we're dating? Yeah. You have to have boundaries and friendships, all of that. Because if we friends, why am I calling you at 1.30 in the morning? Like, we, I don't even call my best friend at 1.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't call her at 1.30 in the morning. Me and her don't talk every day. So why are me and this person talking to you every day? Yep. You have to have boundaries. Knowing your boundaries when you get to know somebody is important. Because if you don't have boundaries, you will build in a connection that don't need to be formed. That connection will turn into a bond. That bond will turn into emotional marriage. And that marriage, once separated, is traumatizing. Yeah. Trust me. I trust me. And I had to realize because I have a lot of friends. And I had to, when I read, when I understood that concept, there's a lot of friends I couldn't talk to no more. Mm-hmm. He, he sent them out a message, y'all. <laughs> uh, I understand. I listen, y'all. It was so serious. Like, because I'm big on telling on myself. Because if I can tell on myself, I can help heal somebody else. Somebody watching right now, you cool with somebody, and either you like them or they like you, and you know it, and you need to cut it off. 
because it's not gonna get better it's going to get worse yes it builds and gets stronger and ugh, yeah i know people that be like friends with somebody for a long time and secretly be in love not just life but genuinely in love with the person and mm -hmm. it's like tearing them up that that they've never been able to see this relationship actually come to fruition so it's like it's toxic it becomes toxic at some point yeah and that's why never go into a friendship with intentions to date mm -hmm. that's wrong that's wrong i'm telling you i've done it i know what it's like don't do it all right. So this went way over my typical 15, 20 minutes, but I hope y'all completely enjoy all this. Go check him out. Tell people where they can follow you, Jeremy. Um, I don't know if you guys heard at the beginning, but I said he's been doing some amazing, amazing things for black owned restaurants, raised over $70,000. And was that like 10 days? A week. A week. Yeah. So uh, anyway, go ahead. You tell them where to follow you and how uh, to enjoy Everybody, if you want to, um, and be infused with optimism on your day-to-day -day. you can follow us at black people eats instagram facebook youtube and our website is all black people eats mm -hmm. uh, website is black people eats.com youtube is black people eats tv and uh, my personal page is j.e.joyce i'm getting ready to start back um to doing more talks because I know a lot of men are not doing it and I just got to be obedient to God. So I'm getting ready to do more talks to us. That's where you can follow me. And yeah, my business, we were able to raise over 70,000 um, for black owned restaurants, but that's only because focused. Yeah. You gotta stay focused, man. And you gotta realize like your purpose, if a man and or a woman does not have a purpose, they, I don't think they should be dating at all anyway. You don't have a purpose. I don't think you should be dating, period. I That's think you need to find yourself. And <laughs> find yourself. Find yourself. You, you, I, I don't know who I'm going to tell this to. You cannot find somebody else before until you find yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Don't do it. Let me, let me jump in the comments real quick. Uh, I got one from Mike. The, fin, the friend district can be complicated without clear, conscious communication. Very true. <laughs> Uh, from Kara Cunningham. That's why I let men know straight up. Uh, I'm gonna let you know I don't want you because I'm not dumb. I know. And then uh Kara says she's proud of you. This was so good. All right. And Monique uh, boundaries. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed some. Oh, Ashley was saying, uh, yes, we started working on learning each other afterward. All right. Yeah, so it's look I got quite a few comments on there. So we just want to tell you guys thank you for joining us. Again, follow Jeremy if you want to do, if you want to do, if you want to eat like the best food in Chicago, Atlanta, um, Houston, DC, we kind of like going all over with this uh, and really building it out. So yeah, y'all are hilarious <laughs> to say the least. And they're always unique. So listen, if you got a cheat day, I suggest that you follow Black People Eat. Oh, one more thing. I got one more thing. Okay, go ahead. Ladies, pay attention to how greedy a man is. Let me give an example. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Okay. If a man, men cheat, not because they're not joyful, because they're greedy. Mm. Let me explain like real quick. wrong with me, but because they're greedy. Okay. It's not nothing wrong. I'm telling you. I cheated on, on a lot of women I was talking to. And not because I was not happy. It's because I was greedy. Mm. I'm explaining to you what the greed is. 
Greed is over-consuming more than you need. Mm, It's a strong desire. Men cheat because they're greedy. Pay attention to a man's spending habits, eating habits, and how he describes his women habits. Pay attention to those three. Eating, spending, and women. If he does not know how to control his budget, if he does not know how to control his hunger, if he does not know how to control his thirst, if he does not know how to control how he views and speaks on women, that man is greedy and that man will cheat. I would throw emotions into that one too. If he don't know Mm -hmm. how to control his emotions and his mood, that's a problem. Yeah, because then he'll make impulsive decisions. So yeah, you're right, emotions. So I want you guys to pay attention. Men that are greedy will cheat because you can be doing everything for them and they greed saying, I want more. Greed is, I want more. Yeah. And sometimes more doesn't always come from the source. More comes from somewhere else. So not it's not always necessarily you. So I want you to just pay attention to that. Pay That's attention good. to how, how a man control his greed. Yeah. If his greed is uncontrollable, that man needs to be alone. I'm going to tell you how that. Wow. That was that was a good uh bonus content that you left us on the end. Yeah. So we have to, to bring you back because you know me and you talk for hours anyway. Uh, and on an interview perspective, I know that that just continues on. So we're cutting it off for today. I will definitely bring Jeremy back. Maybe next time I'll ask everybody to submit questions um so that they can ask you things in advance and get some answers on the spot. Uh-huh. All right, so I love you, tribe. Have an amazing week. Let's say the affirmations with me. I am loved. I am loved. Oh, I gotta say it too. You can say it, yes. Okay. <laughs> I close every week with these affirmations. All right, guys, I'm gonna put my phone on mute so y'all can hear her. Okay. I am loved. I am wanted. And I belong. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Have an amazing week. Peace. All right, y'all.